The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Coffee with a friend is like capturing joy in a cup. Welcome to the Coffee with Jenny B podcast, hosted by Jenny B, a lover of all things coffee. Each week, Jenny will chat about connecting over coffee, what brings her joy, and everything in between. A lot can happen over coffee, so grab a cup, sit back, and enjoy. Now, here's your host, Jenny B. Hello, and welcome to the show. In previous episodes, I talked about the importance of breathing, the importance of slowing down, the importance of being present. I also talked about my journey of dealing with stress that may or may not be the cause of the autoimmune condition that I'm dealing with because there is no conclusive evidence other than some guesswork. But even though it's not conclusive, I'm probably 99.9% sure that it is caused by stress. But I'm not here to talk about stress. I'm here to talk about how we can heal ourselves. We can heal from within, heal our mind, heal our body, and heal our soul. It's about holistic healing. Now, holistic means the whole. So that is your mind, body, and soul. There's a quote by the Buddhist monk Thich Nhat Han, who says, if you just allow your body and mind to rest, the healing will come by itself. But that takes work. It's not easy. Take it from this energizer bunny who (laughs) is always busy, always on the go, always involved, but sometimes too busy and too involved to the detriment of health. And again, not just body health, but also mind and soul. The three go together. You can't heal your mind, but your body needs healing. Your soul needs healing. Your body's healed, but your mind and soul are not. So you see where I'm going here? The three need to work together. And as I said, it's, it's work. It's work because we get into these bad habits of doing too much, taking on too much saying yes when we should be saying no, and not putting ourselves first. Now, you might think that, well, putting myself first is being selfish. But if you don't look after yourself, then you're not available to look after anyone else. Because in the process, you are losing yourself. Now, I've gone through periods where 
I've been depressed. I've been anxious. I've been down on myself, going through different phases, being angry, and not finding an outlet for that. Oh, sure, I've gone to counseling. I've talked about different issues. The therapist will ask me what I want to do next. And, you know, I will dutifully tell them, yes, I will work on this. I will talk to someone. I will, you know, do whatever it is that is recommended. But more often than not, I've not done the work. It's an opportunity to talk. But talking isn't enough. Talking, I mean, it is in a sense because you get it out of your head. You know, you're venting to someone. You're you're getting all the crazy thoughts, all the, you know, the anguish and so on out of your head and sharing it with someone. But just talking about it and not doing anything about it is only part of the solution. Or maybe it's part of the problem. <laughs> it depends on how you look at it. I mean, another way of dealing with it is to journal, you know, writing your thoughts down in a journal. And even though I'm a good writer, I love to write, I don't journal. I've tried. Uh, don't get me wrong. I've tried to journal. And I, I'm good at it for a few weeks. And then I stopped doing it. Because, well, for a variety of reasons, I guess. Maybe because it doesn't seem like a habit. Maybe I don't think it's important enough for me to stick with it. Because when you're doing something that is either really important or it becomes an automatic habit, you know, like brushing your teeth, it's automatic. You get up in the morning, you brush your teeth, you have a shower or bath. There are things that you do every day that you continue doing because it's important. I would never not make a pot of coffee. <laughs> I would never not have my coffee because that's important to me. And that's something that makes me happy and gives me that little bit of joy in my day. It gets me to start my day in the right way. But if you're not looking after your body, your body will not be there for you. Your mind will not be there for you. You could lose your soul and go down that rabbit hole. It's so easy to do. So what can you do to heal yourself? Well, let's talk about some of the ways that I've been trying to heal myself and try to reduce the effects of this condition that I'm dealing with. So let's think about all the things that I'm doing right now. Well, first of all, I've slowed down quite a bit, which you, those that know me would say, well, no, actually <laughs> you haven't because I'm still teaching Zumba. I'm still teaching at the university. I'm still doing my podcast because those are important to me. I still make time for Lenny because she is my number one. But I've let other things go. I've stopped putting myself out there. I've stopped taking on requests to sub. You know, for Zumba, if someone can't make it or there's a class that someone needs. You know, in the past, I've 
I've said, yeah, I'll, I'll do the class. Nope, not anymore. I'm not putting myself out for anything that doesn't bring me joy. That is work to me. If it's, if it's work, if I have to do it, I don't need to do it. That's as simple as that. I need to think about protecting my energy. Listening to binaural beats. You know, you might think of it as white noise, the sound of rain, vibrations. I listen to that during the day. If I'm reading, if I'm, you know, doing work on the computer, I'm marking assignments, I have that playing in the background. It's very soothing. It relaxes me. Even at night, I have um, I have this little little speaker from Amazon that I bought. It's just, it's a round. It looks like a little pin cushion, <laughs> and there are I believe thirteen different sounds that you can play. And there's you know, white noise, brown noise, pink noise. Who knew that there was pink noise? There's the sound of the bonfire. You know the the fire crackling, the sound of rain, the sound of birds chirping the sound of waves crashing on the ocean. And these sounds I play at night when I'm going to sleep. And it gives you the option that you can play continuously for 30 minutes or 60 minutes. I put it on for the 30 minutes, knowing that I will fall asleep before it finishes playing and it turns itself off. And I remember in Mexico, we were very close to the ocean. And I remember lying there in bed, the windows are open, and the sound of the waves crashing against the shore. And it's just so soothing, so relaxing. So I listen to the noise that is soothing, that calms my nervous system, helps me to relax and enjoy the moment of what I'm doing going to yoga. You know, some people think of yoga as exercise, which I suppose it is depending on the type of yoga that you're doing. I mean, holding poses can be taxing on your body, on your joints, on your muscles. But yoga is about the breath. It's using the breath to help you move through the poses allows you to sink deeper into those poses. It's allowing the breath, so you're inhaling the cool air through your nose, exhaling the warm air through your mouth or through your nose, depending on how you feel about it. Meditation is also about the breath. What's interesting about meditation is that there's a, an assumption that you can't have any thoughts in your head. You know, as soon as a thought comes in your head, such as, oh, I forgot to pay this bill while you're meditating. And then you think, well, that's it. I, I'm done. <laughs> I, I can't do it because I can't keep the thoughts from coming to my head. I can't stop it. I mean, we're, we think about things all the time. But it's not about stopping the thoughts or giving up. It's about acknowledging that this thought has come in. You acknowledge it's there and you let it go.
Hi, it's Jenny. We'll get back to the show in a moment. But first, I invite you to check out my website, coffeewithjennyb.ca. That's Jenny with a G, where you'll find all the links to my episodes. You'll also find a variety of coffee gifts available for purchase, including my branded bag of Red Door Coffee Beans from Harrison's Coffee Company. As well, you'll find a link to join the Winnipeg Coffee Community Facebook group. I'll also be posting info about upcoming coffee tours and coffee nights. So keep checking my website for updates. You can also follow me on Instagram at Coffee with Jenny B. Now, let's get back to the show. Another way of thinking about meditation is to think about your breath. You're concentrating on the inhale and then on the exhale, allowing yourself to relax and just be. You don't have to chant unless you want to. You don't have to do it for an hour. You can do it for five minutes. You can do it any time during the day when it's right for you. I meditate throughout the day, but I don't call it meditation. First thing in the morning, when I get up and I put on my coffee, I stand there and I watch the coffee drip into the pot. It's silent, and all I do is think about the coffee. And that's meditation for me. When I'm sitting at the counter, looking out the window, drinking my coffee, listening to binaural beats in the background, that is meditation for me. When I'm having a bath and I'm laying there, and yes, I've, I've got thoughts swirling around in my head about different things. It's meditation. I find that when you are alone with yourself and relaxing, feeling that your body is relaxed, your mind is relaxed, and as a result, your soul is relaxed as well. And sometimes that is when the universe will send us certain thoughts, certain signs that we are open to paying attention and to seeing because we are in that relaxed state. Because normally if you are rushing through life, you're rushing with your coffee, I'm rushing out the door, I'm teaching, I'm doing, I'm going from one thing to another, you're not relaxed, you're on a mission, you have things to do. That's not time for meditation. <laughs> so it's thinking about the, the moments that you can carve out of your day, out of your life to find that healing moment. And when I think about the modalities that I'm using to help heal myself, seeing a naturopath, chiropractor, massage therapist, I recently saw an osteopath I've had Reiki. These are all non-traditional ways of healing your body. Acupuncture is another one. I've had that before. And all of these methods of alternative medicine, of holistic medicine, are ways that can help you heal yourself. But you have to want 
that healing, you have to want to believe that this healing can help you. Because now again, you're allowing your mind to be open to the possibility that healing can begin. And once your mind accepts that the healing can begin, the body will start to heal. Now, I've noticed a difference in the the skin condition that I have. It's not completely gone away, but it's getting better because I'm doing everything I can to slow down, reduce the stress in my life, allow the healing to begin, to accept that in order for this to heal, I need to start believing that I will heal. Believe that I have the power to do so, allowing my mind to accept that the more I fight it, the less likely I will heal. Now, don't get me wrong, traditional medicine absolutely is important. But when you're prescribing me pills and creams to fix me on the outside and a little on the inside, it's not dealing with the root cause of what is causing stress, of what is causing the condition. So you have to get to the root and fix that, heal that. Because when you think about your skin, your skin is your largest organ. And if something's going on inside that isn't healthy, it will show up on your skin. You can't hide it. You can't make it go away. You have to do the work. You have to believe that you can be healed. Now, I don't know if this will ever go away. I might have it for the rest of my life. But you know something? I'm okay with that because I know that I have done the work. I have developed some really good habits. I've developed a routine of self-care that gives me that peace, that feeling of being in control of the outcomes, and saying no. No is a complete sentence. I don't have to do everything. I don't have to be in control. I can let things go. If it's not mine, I don't need to worry about it. In the past, I would have taken on responsibility. I'll clean that up. I'll do that. I'll take care of that. No worries. I've got it. You know, there's a saying that if you want something done, give it to a busy person. They'll just slot it in and they'll take care of it. And that was me for many years. I would take on everything, but not anymore. I'm saying no to those things that don't serve me, that don't bring me joy, that are a risk of me losing myself again, going down that rabbit hole. I had a conversation with my brother. We were talking about some of the things that I've been doing and you know, just in general, kind of catching up. And he said to me, do whatever you need to do to protect your energy, to protect yourself. You have to protect yourself. 
And sometimes you have to protect yourself from yourself. So when you think about life, it's busy, it's messy, there are responsibilities, bills to pay. You can't control that, but you have to find a way of allowing yourself to control what you can do. And if it means stepping away, giving up on something, saying no to whatever it is that is being asked of you, that is not being selfish. That is being selfless. That is caring for yourself. Because self-care isn't just bubble bath, lying under a blanket, although those are all wonderful things. Self-care is looking after yourself, protecting yourself, protecting your energy, healing yourself, making you the most important person in your life. So until next time, think about the changes that you can make for yourself. If you are struggling with an unhealthy mind, an unhealthy body, maybe dealing with some emotions that are hurting your soul, what can you do to protect yourself? Is there some form of alternative medicine that you can try? Or take some time to just sit quietly and breathe. Do some yoga and start to heal from within. Thanks so much for listening. If you like Coffee with Jenny B and want to know more, connect with Jenny on Instagram at Coffee with Jenny B. That's Jenny with a G. Until then, all you need is joy and more coffee. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast. Have you ever thought, I'd love to have a podcast just like this one? Well, I can help. My name is Matt Kundle, and everyone at my company, the Sound Off Podcast Network, had a hand in making this show. Whether it was about the sound, the discoverability, or that you're just enjoying the show, we are all about the detail. If you think you have a podcast in you, reach out to me via email, matt at soundoff.network. Or check out the website and become one of the great podcasts we work with at soundoff.network.